I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Oh, the skinny bop, everybody. Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. West Ham are still alive in Europe, and it's a big one this weekend in the Prem. It's Friday 8th of April. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Pete Donaldson. And I'm Andy Russell. Oi, oi, it's Friday again, Donny, baby. <laughs> How did this happen? I'll tell you what, you know it's Friday when Andy Brassel can't be bothered to come into the studio. <laughs> he joins us via satellite link-up because as soon as this show's done, he's off to the big market in Newcastle. He is, he's tops off down <laughs> Saints and Sinners, beautiful. Yep. Saints and Sinners? Is it Saints and Sinners or Sinners? I can't remember. It's Sinners. Andy, it's, it's is sinners. it Sinners? It's just Sinners, it, isn't it? Yeah. It used to be it Saints used and to Sinners. Be... <laughs> It used, it used to be Trade idols. People. It used to be idols. Facts, yeah. facts, fans. Yeah. No, but actually, actually, Marcus, you'll find I'm dreadfully hungover after drinking too much Europa League juice last night. <laughs> Is that like Carabao? It, it, it's, it's more potent. <laughs> I tell you something, um, but it, it, it hits the spot. Mm. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I, we have to start. With Dimitri Payet's goal last night. Oh, yeah. Should we just launch oh, yeah. on that? If you, if you haven't seen that, press pause now and go and YouTube <laughs> it. Find it on Twitter. The Ramble, we tweeted it out. And it's actually, if, go on the Ramble, that Football Ramble, uh, on our Twitter. Because uh, there's all sorts of angles. The, the one from behind for that goal is... I mean, if you haven't paused already, what are you doing? Pause mm. now. <laughs> right, you've seen right. it? you seen it? Oh, my giddy art. That, I, I don't want to overdo it, Peter. That's the greatest goal of all time. Well, I'll go first. <laughs> it is the greatest goal. No, the, the th- I mean, it was. It is the greatest goal of all time simply because it bounces. Oh! The, it was deliberate. Was it a volley or a half volley? It was a planned hit, and he just returned it from whence it came oh. into the net. It was just as straight as an arrow. Just fantastic. If, if Thor played football, <laughs> that's how he'd play it. 
It was, Andy, it wasn't, and I know you love uh, the velodrome and, and all things Marseille, <laughs> um, but, I mean, the way, what I loved about that was he just wafted it in the net. Mm. I, I like how he's made Marseille's, like, little private kingdom. I'm, I'm very fond of that. <laughs> By the way, if you haven't watched that goal and you're still listening to this chat, you really need to do so. Okay. <laughs> End of. Mm. Um, and, and I'll tell you something, Andy. W- w- is that the kind of thing that would... Um, I mean, that was the kind of goal that would light up the London Stadium, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Lest we forget that he was there. Uh, it might have done back in the day. Look, we know he scored better goals than that for West Ham. We know he scored better goals from that at West Ham at Upton Park and at the London Stadium, and that is the heartbreaking bit about it. Oh, my goodness. I do, Honestly, that, when you see a goal like that, everyone, everybody... The, can you call us the football community? You know when people <laughs> refer to things like as, as you know, the, oh, the such and such community or whatever, when these communities I think so. exist. Yeah, we're the football community, and, and we all rejoiced mm. when that... Apart from maybe if, even if you were a Pauk fan, I think you would have gone, yeah, fair play. Yeah, they're well-known I mean, for was, uh, yeah. applauding opposition goals, Pauk fans. They're yeah, very, yeah, yeah <laughs> very much so. Well, look, I mentioned the London Stadium, gentlemen. That's where we go to now. West Ham won, Leon won. Uh, the ten man, uh, the ten men rather of West Ham managed to hold on uh, for a draw, uh, and the red card was the big talking point in 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 the game. Andy, uh, I know you said before that West Ham they could win this game, and and Joe Cole, who was doing um, uh, punditry, of course, with Carlton Cole, our very own Jules Breach, which is a, a wonderful trio, mm. certainly felt that after the game, West Ham have got Leon's number and they know how to beat them. But with regards to that sending off, it did change the game. Did you think it was a red card? One hundred percent. And I do think <laughs> that it did change the game, of course. I think if West Ham stay with eleven, they, they do go on to win the game. Um because they can counter Leon more effectively. I thought the first half went pretty much as you would have expected it to go, with Leon having plenty of possession and looking very vulnerable when they lose the ball. And you could see Bowen and uh Mikhail Antonio get getting their little bits of joy in that in that first half. But I don't really understand the discussion, other than it's disappointing for an English team over the mm. over the over the red card. I I, I just really don't understand yeah. it. And the thing is, I think if we're being honest, if we look at it, Aaron Cresswell's reaction wasn't "We've been done here." It's "What have I done?" <laughs> yes, it yeah. was very much in his face, wasn't it? And and Zuma could have been. The covering defender there. Was, was he caught catnapping? <laughs> <laughs> but, he, but he slowed down. He sort of went, oh, well, he's not my man now because he's run away from me. It was and odd. If, and if he'd sort of just kept at that speed, exactly. he probably would have been a covering defender and, and it probably wouldn't have been a red. I mean, even Jules, Jules Breach said that it wasn't a red. Well. On the touchline, which yeah, I didn't understand. But I think I he's come no back idea. from Jamaica with all that. You know that uh, car soda? That kind of black grape soda. She's Car- had too Carabelle. much sugar. She, she loves Caraval, but she loves that carbonate gla- uh, uh, grape soda. And she's taken it home, yeah. and she's still off red from it, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, I think it's more the fact that she uh, remembered the scenes at the London Stadium not that long ago. Right. Uh, I think it was maybe when Moyes was first in charge, and she thought to herself... <laughs> I need to get out of here. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm not going to say that yeah. it was a red card, maybe. <laughs> well, Carlton Cole said that it uh, wasn't a red card. and he said, Or, or rather, he said, uh, if he had been played in the match... Uh, he would have gone down because he's an honest player. Yeah, I think that's ridiculous. I, it was, I, I, I mean, he did once get tricked into taking Viagra on, on <laughs> a, a training session hey. by Wayne Rooney and uh, Jermaine Defoe, I believe. What, on England duty? I think so, yeah. Well, it must have been on England, must have been England duty. duty, yeah. Well, how about that? Was this, how about that? Was this, uh, was this under Spen? Ex- extra so thing. 
<laughs> Spend your time in little balls. <laughs> Take these lads. Yeah, nothing to do with the match. Um, uh, I, I, yes, I. It was a foul. There's no two yeah. ways about it. it. Was a foul, and and therefore, you know, was it a red card? I, I, I can see. I think Andy's point is right that mm. because we all want West Ham, there's there's often a team, isn't there? And I know from my very own Fulham, mm. when a side, an English side, who are not used to playing in Europe or quite unfancied in the competition, certainly with with Fulham, that would be more regarded than than, than West Ham. Mm. Everyone really wants them to do well, and they've got momentum, and it's it's great fun watching mm. them and all that kind of stuff. And then something like that happens, you think, no, no, I don't this want is this against what this I is, want to happen. Yes, this is not. This isn't right. Mm. Uh, I, had he not have sent him off, right? I could have. It's one of those ones where you can. I could. There would be a slight argument. What are you doing? But I, have you got your arms on him for crying out loud? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I don't know. Andy, <laughs> what, help me out here. Well, <laughs> the thing is, I think people slightly confuse denial of a goal-scoring opportunity, as Pete says quite rightly. If you look at the still, then maybe Zoom is the covering defender. He isn't because he he puts the brakes on rather than accelerates, as Pete quite rightly says. The other thing is, just because there's an ever such a slight angle, some people are talking about it as if he was like running to the corner flag. You know, it was still (laughs) it, it was it was still a goal scoring opportunity. Now that's not to say he wouldn't have missed it. I mean, I watch yeah. him every week, so I can tell you there's a good chance he would have missed it. But, <laughs> yeah, true but enough. It was still a goal scoring opportunity. Would, would, do you think that Cresswell was in his would have been within his rights to turn around and look at Zuma and go, well, that's your fault, that is. <laughs> <laughs> do you think maybe? But I, I tell you what, though, the, what, we, we saw Dembele wink, didn't we? Yes. We haven't seen this really since Cristiano Ronaldo like 2006. See it. I like to see it. I, lo- I love how... But then I did spend this weekend at WrestleMania, so that, that's <laughs> what it's all about. An awful lot of winking going lot of on there. Of winking. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. I, I, lo- I love the fact that that wink means, oh, I've mugged off the whole of... West Ham United Football Club and their history. Yeah. The fact is, he could just be saying he could he could have said to them, you know, I don't know, to to somebody, look, when you get the ball, always make sure you run across the defender. Yes. you know, like classic stuff. And he did that, and he gone, well, see what I mean? That, you know, that, 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 it could be as 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 uh, as innocent mm. if that's innocent as that. But David Moyes wasn't happy uh, with um, the, the the referee, of course, and presumably that that decision in particular refused to comment at the end of the game mm. uh, about that. Um, but we did see a rare moment of unbridled joy with a little hint of aggressive uh, sort of nature about it when West Ham scored, Peter. Yeah, okay. Moyes was on the pitch properly double fist pumping. <laughs> we don't see that often from David. No, because, I mean, they needed it because yes. it, it was only going in one direction. Antonio looked very, very isolated. Yeah. He could have scored another... He could well, have scored at 1-0, yeah. really. sort of, like, whiffed it and he could have done a little bit better. But I, th- mm. I think... You know, Leon got a bit desperate at the end of the match because they were like, we should have been beating these guys. We were literally playing against 10 men for most of the match and they tried to start whipping, they they started sort of whipping high balls in and like Dawson Zuma just been clearing everything in the air. So well, I don't know why, I really know why they did that. Antonio yeah. got, a, got a really strong yellow late on. He probably, possibly, a potentially could have gone for that. So yeah, it's uh, it was a really, it was a fun match, but it was nervy for anyone who had a vested interest. Yeah, I think Andy, that, that, that I, I think both teams would have, Maybe Leon will be slightly more disappointed, as, as, as Pete says there. But one all away from home is, is not a disaster. It is nicely poised for the second leg. But you you watch Leon more than, than Pete and I. Uh, I think that's very fair to say. Yeah. Um, despite their lovely kit, which is a little bit Steve McQueen, I thought. I quite enjoyed that. But, um, <laughs> but Andy, what, what, you, you, you fancied West Ham before this game, am I right in saying? Yes. 
Do you still uh, fancy them? Yeah, I still do. Um, and not just because, as Pete said, Leon kind of missed an opportunity. Because I, I think we have to say, firstly, West Ham defended really, really well in the second half. because Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They were pummeled for a lot of that. But on the other hand, Ariola had relatively little to do, which, mm. bearing in mind what he did do with what he had to do, is probably best for West Ham, I, 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 I would suggest. Um, but, yeah, they didn't really create that much. Um, West Ham still were able to provide a threat on the break, um, even with only 10 men. And what I was saying before about Leon's shape without the ball, we, we saw that in the first half. And also, like the, the goal they... Well, the goal they gave to West Ham, yeah. I, I don't even know how you can give a goal away like that in a in a European quarterfinal. It's, it's extraordinary, mm. really. And, you know, Jerome Boateng obviously got hooked shortly afterwards. I mean, it was a surprise to... To a lot of people around Leon that, that he started in, in, in the first place. But yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be a really terrific second leg and I think West Ham have got a great chance. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, Jerome Boateng, how the mighty have fallen. I mean, I know it's a long time ago now. It doesn't feel like it was, but it, but it you know, was in footballing terms. How you know, World Cup winner for Germany, of course, in 2014. But he's really, yeah. I mean, I know he's getting on a bit and so on. But the fact you say there was surprise he started the game kind of shows you where, uh, where he is at the moment. But I, th- I think the issue here, basically fellas, is don't disrespect Ligue 1 because both Messi no, and Boateng, and it's the first and last time we're going to compare them, turned up <laughs> without having done a pre-season and then mm. wondered, oh, hang on. It turns out I'm really physically flagging here. I'm not sure I can work this out. I'm in my 30s and I haven't done a pre-season. Well, you know. Yeah. But it was nice to see Spurs Loney, uh, old Mr. Ndombele. Uh, Don Bele, I'm think, enjoying the, the way you pronounce that, Marcus, very much. It's in, correct. I'm just enjoying it. You've in made Don me Bele. doubt myself now. <laughs> in Don Bele, everybody. Um, elsewhere in uh, the Europa League, oh, excuse me, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt drew one all with Barcelona. So, I mean, speaking of great goals, what a what a lovely opener that was for Frankfurt. And what I liked about that was um, is is the fact is that they come off at the end of the at the end of the at the match and uh, is it is it Knauf or Nauf? Knauf correctly, I'm sure. Knauf it is. Um, he, he's ah, oh, it's a shame we didn't win the game, but you know, at least I probably scored the best goal of the night. <laughs> uh, well, actually, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> normally Beautiful, that would have been it? the case. Yeah, it was. It yeah. was an absolute mind you, though. Peter, mm. argument was it the best goal of the match because that Barcelona equaliser from uh, former Man City man Ferran Torres was classic Barcelona stuff. Xavi's got them tiki tackering. It was very nice indeed, and so and so many hot flares in the stadium, which you, you don't see it on European nights yeah. as often. I thought they were bell bottoms myself. Oh yeah, yeah, it's very much Wesley nightclub, night ninety seven, seventies night, <laughs> bootleg cut. Yeah, that's what they've gone for. Yeah, um, Frankfurt ended the game with ten men after Tudor was sent off by our very own Michael Oliver. Which, You'd love uh, to see it, don't you? I, do you know, I do like to see an English <laughs> ref uh, having it large on the continent, uh, to be quite frank. Mm. Um, but, I mean, Andy, the winner of West Ham and Lyon will, will take on the, the winner of Eintracht Frankfurt and, and Barcelona. We're all expecting Barcelona to win that second leg, aren't we? Or are we? <laughs> yeah, we, we are. But if you look at the Europa League games, the Europa League ties so far that they've played, they've been better away than they have at home. I mean, they, they drew it home to Napoli. After missing a stack of chances, they drew it home to Galatasaray and Galatasaray had the chances to go there and win. What you can't overlook is Eintracht Frankfurt in the Europa League and going back to the flares. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's something special. It brings something special out of them. They played really well on the night. And I think sometimes 
we can fool ourselves as fans into saying, you know, the, the crowd lifted the players and all the rest of it. Uh, uh, Eintracht Frankfurt in the Europa League, it's a self-evident truth. They, they yeah. were fantastic. And the crowd were yeah, fantastic. Well, and speaking of crowd lifting players, Rangers will need that in their second leg, of course, yeah. which, which Ali McCoist has touted as he would do, um, because they went down one nil against Braga uh, away from home in Portugal, of course, closely fought game uh, at the uh, Municipal Stadium, which is um, rather spectacular surroundings, of course. Uh, I think Rangers will be a touch disappointed to to lose the game, but then you could put on on the other hand, you know, only lost it by the one, of course, mm. and, and without away goals. Etc. Uh, Etc. Et I thought late on, like Carlos Tavares, as I call him, Tavernier. Yeah, uh, yes, right. <laughs> had a free kick that he could have, he could have put into the box, and he just sort of like passed it backwards for a yeah. looping cross. And I was like, his fault. It was all his fault. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't his fault. It was. It was. They were all distracted by that big hill that's lurching into the stadium to yeah, have a look at it. Looking behind the goal, going, "There's no fans. There's just this." Well, 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 wasn't there a problem with Rangers' ticket office opening at a weird time? Are they closed at a weird time so they no, couldn't they go and pick up their tickets for the trip? Oh, and so, like, can you not? What What is the deal with? Could you not just stand on that hill and watch it? What's the rules there, Andy? Any idea? Well, I, I, I guess the thing is, Rangers shouldn't have been dista- distracted in the second half because in the second half. They were attacking the hillside as opposed to the cliff face side, which is far more dramatic. I, I do wonder, in terms of collecting the tickets, whether they could have done it at the top of the cliff face and then abseiled down to get <laughs> into the stadium afterwards. I think that would have been a sensible way of doing it. It's brilliant, actually. If you go to Braga as a journalist, go in in this sort of underground car park, which is behind one of the, the two stands that actually house people. And um, it's on, I guess, level minus three or something like that. And you take okay. this glass elevator up to the very top of the stand. And it feels very Indiana Jones. You're going up in this glass elevator through hollowed rock. Sort of like you're going through the core of the earth. It's very exciting. Well, I mean, I, look, I remember the mm. scene where Indiana Jones escaped from the big uh, rolling ball. Yes. Yeah. And managed to grab grab the, the idol and then went up in the glass elevator. Did you remember? I, I do remember, kind of... yeah. And I'm a bit disappointed and you should have said spoilers before Crystal you said Scott. that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were going Crystal Skull, Crystal were you? Crystal Skull elevator. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyone oh, who dear. watches that the deserves with... everything they get. <laughs> do you remember the one, do you remember the, the scene with uh, the one where he's with Sean Connery and Sean Connery goes, Junior? Yes, <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah. We all remember that because you will never let us forget it. Look, junior, if, you, if, if you're going to cross the ball, I'm going to put it. I'm going to, I'm going to slot in the empty net. You're going to, you're going to Carlos Tavares it. <laughs> I'll Ali McCoist it. Uh, indeed, yeah. Uh, but I think it's very much all to play for, and and you would fancy Rangers uh, at home with the crowd, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But mm. Braga are, are, are trickier opponents, I think, than, than perhaps maybe one or two. Uh, gave them credit for. Yeah. So uh, again, another tie that's all nice to put. In fact, Rangers were the only side, of course, in the, uh, the, the all the teams playing in the Europa League not to score. They were all uh, the other three were won all draws. Um, let's go down to the uh, the Europa Conference League. Leicester City drew nil nil at home with PSV Eindhoven. Mm. Pretty low key affair. It was. I, uh, I can't remember a single thing. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't take us too long to talk about this. <laughs> there were colours. There uh-huh. were ships. There were two teams. There was a ball. Uh, there was Harvey Barnes who came closest to. Scoring, he mm. did hit the bar in, in the first half. Um, I, I mean, the, the one stat that I Harvey would like, Barbanger, Harvey, <laughs> Harvey Wallbanger. Um, th- this was uh, Leicester's o- the only time Leicester have been in a European uh, quarterfinal, uh, of course, other than their Champions League adventure five years ago when they were knocked out by uh, Atletico Madrid. Oh, interesting. Absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, again, 
I mean, Andy, would you fancy Leicester in the second leg away to PSV? It's it's a funny one to call actually because when you look around at the teams in the in the Conference League, you do look at Leicester or PSV and you think, bloody hell, this is a great chance for them. We haven't talked about Mourinho's Roma yet, but this mm. is a great chance for a side that otherwise wouldn't really have too much of a sniff for a European trophy. You, you know what? Perhaps. I think you look at the teams at the back end of the the Conference League and you look at Leicester, you look at PSV, Marseille, Roma. It's a, a stronger field than people would have envisaged when yeah. people talked about and largely took the piss out of this tournament when it was invented mm. in, the, in, 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 the, in the first place. And um, yeah. I guess it's like sort of the League Cup of European tournaments in the... You know, people are really sniffy about it until you get to the final stages. And then it turns yeah, out that the, the biggest clubs involved actually want to win it. I, I thought this tie was interesting because I guess people will sort of see Leicester as ultra favourites. But you look at PSV, they've kept pace with Ajax in the Eredivisie most of the season. Mm. They've spent an absolute truckload of money on that team to try and keep pace with with PSV. You think the first big chance of the game was Mario Goetze, a bloke who has scored a winner in a World Cup final for well, goodness sake. Well, I was about to say, talking of that tournament, we, we did with Boateng uh, mm. uh, moments earlier, yeah. Yeah, it's the 2014 World Cup edition today and um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm all here for it. Uh, yeah, I, I think Leicester do have a good chance. This is one of those results that would be a better result for Leicester if we still had away goals. But it's yeah, super, I, I, it's I, I super open, I think. It's really open. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I did say, by the way, that this is a good chance for those teams to you know, win a European trophy where otherwise they wouldn't have a sniff. They might have done if they were in the Europa League as well, we should say. Mm. Uh, or I should say, really, just to, to make sure nobody tweets me about that. Um, They'll do it anyway. They might well do. <laughs> uh, Roma, though, Peter, they went mm. down 2-1, um, which would be disappointing. Jose Mourinho will probably have a plan for the for the second leg. You would certainly hope. But before the game, he was he was signing autographs with some fans, which was quite nice. Mm. He changed his mind though um, and stopped signing the autographs when one of them threw a snowball at him. <laughs> <laughs> what a what a what a feather in your cap that you managed to get a blooming snowball in Jose Mourinho's face. Yeah, I think that's a bit poor. He's doing something nice, but then. I suppose maybe they remembered like some of the other stuff he's done. Yeah, I mean that might be his tactic for the second leg. What, <laughs> Throw you, snowballs at the players. I thought you meant someone. He was a pl- someone planted, <laughs> like one of Mourinho's mates, and it's chuck a snowball at me, and we'll get we'll get the players fired yeah, up because yeah. they they won't have that from their manager. <laughs> well, possibly. All right, everybody, we're gonna have a quick break, and after which we will talk about the Premier League. See you in a minute. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Danny Welbeck, and you're listening to the Football Ramble. Welcome back. DB, DW, I mean. <laughs> DB, where's DB come from? For crying out loud. <laughs> Welcome back to the Football Welcome Ramble back. preview show, sponsored by Betway. Oh, dear. It's time for emails. It's Kate, Jules, Jim or Vish, Marcus, Luke or Pete the Tit. And he might just read up one in show at footballramble.com. Email show at footballramble.com Sven Far away, Peter. OK, hi. Hey, Ramblers, says Dylan. I'm emailing in regards to the chat about what happens to the loser of finals winners' shirts. I don't know whether it's for football teams, but for American sports such as the NBA Finals and the Super Bowl, the losers' shirts are donated to World Vision, who send it to places and people in need, uh, such as in 2011 when earthquake ravaged Haiti uh, sent, was sent the gear of the losers of the Super Bowl that year, which was the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, so for all we know, there are people uh, donning Tottenham 2019 Champions League winners' shirts and possibly drinking out of Carabao Cup winners' mugs somewhere. <laughs> I, I th- do you know what's funny, actually? Um, having been to... Which country was it? Ghana, it was. Yeah. On my uh, one of my jaunts, um, mm. I noticed that uh, uh, some of the the children there they would there's like knockoff kits and one or two real kits obviously mm-hmm. that have been donated from the, the typical teams that you would suggest like yes. Barcelona Real Madrid was big. But then there'll United, be a weird Arsenal. one. I saw too many Portsmouth kits for it not to be, <laughs> not to be unnerving. But I think Limboy Primus does I a think lot that's, of good I think, work. I think that's Portsmouth's soft power. I think, <laughs> I think, I think that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it is. Trying to get their awful football team off the ground. That's right, baby. I think I think this is the work of Limboy Primus, though. <laughs> I know he's done a lot of charitable stuff, so yeah. he must have... Uh, okay. Pumped out some pumpy kits <laughs> when he's when he's been on the on the continent of Africa, perhaps. So uh, I like it. I think uh, I like it, it too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were yeah. slagging it off a minute ago. I, I just think we need money. Well, it's, it depends on yeah. the All right. you know the place and the people and so mm. on. But yes, uh, donate your kits uh, if you can. Well, I tell you who does a lot of good stuff with uh, kit donations and so on. Right. Charity of his is Paul Watson. Who the hell is Paul Watson? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who the hell is that? Um, it's Paul Watson. Well Winker Watson from the Dandy. <laughs> <laughs> he may well go by that. I don't know. <laughs> Lovely fellow. No, he wrote the book Up Pom Pen. Okay. Or Non Pen, depending on how you pronounce it mm. correctly. Yeah. Uh, man, he, he, he managed in like Mongolia and a very in, international okay, man right, of, okay. uh, I see. football mystery. Yes, okay. The brother of Mark Watson, the comedian, which ah, is probably that's how where, he that's where my angle. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my angle I needed. Sorry, yeah, exactly. Marcus. Yeah. Carry on. Uh, but yeah, he does, he does a lot of good stuff like Lovely. that. So um, yeah, check his Twitter if you want to donate a kid. I no, suppose. I'm not going to. Or money. Or I uh, will. No, Check Pete's account if you want to donate money. <laughs> there we are. That's what we do. Oh, uh, there we go. Right. Uh, if you want to email us, uh, shirtfootballramble.com. Tweet us at footballramble. You know the drill. Mm. Right, everybody. This Sunday at 4.30 p.m. Yes. In the Premier League. <laughs> all right. The PL. PL. Uh, it's Manchester City. 
versus Liverpool. A huge class in the clash. Clash. It better be clash. <laughs> it's going to be a class clash. A clash. Yeah, it's it's a football match. It's happening in the Premier League. What do you reckon? <laughs> Oh, there'll be teams. <laughs> there Eleven were, each. Could be a winner. Could be a draw. <laughs> uh, yeah. What, you, what? I mean, is this is the title? The answer is no. By the way, is the title going to be settled this Sunday afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not. Let's make that very clear. Well, but I'm, I'm going to have gravy stained lips, <laughs> and I'm going to be licking them. I'm going yeah. yum, yum, yum. Well, that's just because it's Sunday, Sunday, just Sunday after afternoon. Your roast, isn't yeah, it? exactly. Sunday <laughs> afternoon. I'll, I'll be dipping a. What I do is Careful. cook the roast. Leave a leave a couple of roasties in the uh, yeah. in the oven. And Monday morning. After you've, <laughs> you've finished, I mean, I frequently left them in and forgot they were in the oven just to clean the tray. Uh, but you just take them out an hour later, and then you got a little roasties, and they're perfectly cooked. Lovely. An hour after your dinner. Lovely. I think. <laughs> I think you've rather overthought the importance of this. Hopefully the two teams aren't doing that. After that intro, Marcus, which is the least smooth <laughs> intro that I've ever heard you do. He's the smoothest the bit, going, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> Andy, it's Friday. I'm giddy. I've just I've just I've just looked at the key. I'm ready to put it in the lock, unlock the gate for the weekend, and I just forgot myself. That ah. was all. Yeah, I I I think that's the thing. Well, you know, one of these teams needs to needs to shin over it, I think. I I'm really hopeful after some of the past recent past Manchester City versus Liverpool games is that despite the enormity of it that it will still be exciting and I feel it will be I feel it will be bearing in mind that the, the, the two strengths of both these teams yeah exactly exactly hmm. I, I, obviously they're, they're playing down the importance of the game but I would like to, to, to put it to yourself I did this when uh, Vish and I took to uh, to Twitter after their Champions League games on, on Tuesday night uh, when we when we had a little uh, a little video for your viewing pleasure, mm. and I think I think if Manchester City do win it, I, I really think that is one hand on the trophy because then they're four points in front, and I think with they've both played thirty games, they would have seven games remaining after mm. that. To expect Man City to mess up in two games mm. of that seven, bearing in mind we know how very very good they are, but also how cool they are until they get to a Champions League final. Well, that's more the manager's fault. <laughs> um, I, I, I wouldn't see them slipping up twice. We've seen it before, of course, mm-hmm. with big teams going for titles. It is possible. But I, I think a Man City win is, is one hand firmly on the trophy. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. But um, I think we have to bear in mind two things here. Firstly, that um, Manchester City... I kind of feel that they're inspired by these bigger games, as we've talked about earlier in the week. You know, they they save their best performances for 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 these sort of games. So <clears throat> I feel that they're more likely to drop a team, drop a point against a lesser opponent, drop points against a lesser opponent than Liverpool are. The second part of that is Liverpool are in phenomenal form at the moment, absolutely phenomenal form as well, and they've got options as well. We know Manchester City have have got options, but I have to say, I think the game against Atletico Madrid or two games against Atletico Madrid, of course, because they're either side of this game, mm-hmm. because they're so physically exacting, those are the last games you'd want either side of, of Liverpool. Without going back to cliches of old Atletico, we've talked about how they've changed, how they've moved on. It's still mm-hmm. tough. It's still attritional. I mean, I don't think Manchester City can be sitting there going, oh, the calendar's been really unkind to us or anything like that, because obviously they have almost (laughs) infinite resources. But in terms of that, I do think there's a slight bonus for Liverpool 
Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Um, Andy, though, I think you're overlooking uh, Pep Guardiola and his plans because, my mm. goodness, he may well have plans for this game like he did against Atletico Madrid. Not he likes to get everybody involved. Whether you, you, you're um, you're on the pitch, you're one of the reserves, you're a, you're a, you're a backroom staffer. He also likes to get the ball boys involved. Yes. And and, and according to reports this week, the Manchester City ball boys uh, were key in Pep's preparation for their one nil win over Atletico Madrid in a, in an attempt to stop um, Atleti time wasting. Um, the ball peoples were instructed to ensure that new balls were supplied to Atletico players immediately whenever the ball went out of play. Right. And this kind of makes sense because Atletico did seem to be trying to sort of stop the play mm. a la Mourinho at Anfield that infamous <laughs> time, of course, uh, when they lost the title. But uh, reportedly, Guardiola, he recorded a video message uh, for the club's uh, ball boys telling them that they were to play an important role in his tactical plan. But but some of them were believed to have said that they'd never been so nervous in their <laughs> lives. <laughs> <laughs> Poor lads. Uh, so <laughs> how's he going to deploy them against Liverpool? Yeah, is there like a limit to how many bar boys you could have? Could Maybe. you have every square inch of the surrounding of the pitch <laughs> just filled with ball boys? So it's more of a it's more of a ball wall than a ball boy collection ball, of ball boys. Yeah, perhaps. Maybe. A ball people. I mean, Why are we still calling them ball boys, by the way? Not yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah ball no, people. I won't have this. Yeah. Ball people. Yeah. <laughs> ball, ball lads. Ball lads. No, yeah, true. No, ball people. <laughs> so but do, you th- do you think ball people does... Suggest, yeah. Mm. Um, do you think though? <laughs> could he be underhand with the ball people, Andy? And, and well, get... I, I'd like to reduce that. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like to strike that sentence from the record, please. <laughs> or, I mean, do you think he'll be hands-on with the ball people? No. Right. Do, you th- do you think with the ball people? One of them might run on the pitch uh, when Liverpool are, are attacking yeah. to try and sort of thwart their efforts, a bit like that West Ham fan did. Uh, with West Ham against Leon, yeah, we made, we failed to mention while that they're attacking. Well, the, the, yes, yeah. Well, the difference is between the the problem with uh, modern television is they don't show um, uh, pitch invaders, which when it's actually part of yeah, because th- on the highlights it didn't show the West mm. Ham pitch invader, mm. and it's kind of that's part of the actual thing. So they're trying not to show the ball, the, the show show the pitch invaders, but at that point that was actually part of the game, and that's why yeah, you know. It's naughty, though, isn't it? It is, it is a bit naughty. Um, yeah. I like the idea that, that ball people are part of it, though. You know, you've got mm. uh, Mikel Arteta trying to get involved. I think that the, the classic is when you go back to Sevilla. I think it was still when Juan de Ramos was there. It might have been uh, Manolo Jimenez, but I'm pretty sure it was Juan de. And um, they, to uh, run the clock down when they were winning at home, when the ball <laughs> went out of play... All the ball people were instructed to throw the ball on the pitch at the same time. Oh, so, that's naughty. Obfuscation, multi-ball. Naughty. That's to have a little clear up and, and delay the momentum of the game. Mm. Very naughty indeed. Well, that is uh, that is very, very interesting. Andy. Uh, you know. Right, let's turn our attention to the relegation scrap. Watford mm. versus Leeds United on Saturday. A big one down the bottom. Mm. <laughs> uh, Watford are three points from safety. Uh, having uh, played a game more than Burnley and Everton, uh, of course, um, we did enjoy what Watford socials were doing when they uh, when they supplied us. And when I say supplied, they just released it on social media uh, with uh, Roy Hodgson getting involved in training to help the preparation. 
despite being the oldest manager in the league at 74, he still got it. Yeah. Watford, uh, they were they were in training, of course, and uh, he, he, we saw him play a lovely ball to Joao Pedro in training who gladly put it in the net. Wasn't it glorious? It was glorious. And, and again, I was at WrestleMania over the weekend and a, I think, 76-year-old man received uh, the world's worst Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin stunner. Oh, right. Uh, Vincent McMahon. Uh, he couldn't really do oh. what he was trying to do yes. in the ring. Uh, and it was I just thought nice you to gave see... it to him. <laughs> I gave it to him. <laughs> All right, old yeah. man, have right, some of this. <laughs> in his limo. Um, yeah, like Roy Hodgson. Because like, Roy Hodgson didn't have that great a footballing career, you would argue. Yeah. Uh, I, and I'm sure he could probably do... You know what, what what was required of him. Uh, he wasn't in a top player, situation, yeah. but at seventy four, being able to yeah, the put body a nice, shape, the technique, yeah, the body shape, the technique, the curl on it, it the was height, Dimitri the Pius. It was Dimitri Pius. <laughs> Andy, are you, are you having any of this? Yeah, well, I, I think really what, that's a... what you need to do. Right, I, I think well, that makes him worth his weight in gold already. I, I, what you need yeah. to do really surround him with runners in that midfield. Oh yeah, and then boy can let the ball do the work. You know. <laughs> he can. He, he absolutely can. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, uh, Hodgson has said that Watford must start picking up points very, very soon, starting with the game against Leeds United. I mean, mm. that's how it works. That's how the table works. He said that um, obviously there's four teams down the bottom, and he said in a fight, it is their job to win that fight and also drag a few more teams into it. Mm. Big words. Big words. Um, Leeds United are in this fight as well. They have. Turn a corner a little bit under, under new manager Jesse Marsh, you would say. They've taken seven points from the last three games, which is impressive, much needed, of course. Marsh doesn't believe that Leeds are clear from, from the safety, uh, uh, for, for clear from the relegation zone yet. Mm. Um, but then he watched the Everton match and he's like, oh, he's like, might well, be all right, actually. <laughs> I, I, we may not need to win for the, <laughs> anything, any, any, yeah. uh, any football match for the yeah. rest of the season. We should be okay. Like two, two points, I think, is all we need, lads. <laughs> uh, he said, the reality is we're still in a relegation battle. We know that. We're not foolish or naive to that. Mm. Mm. Do you, Ted Lasso? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Um, yes, no, I mean, they are in it, Andy. They are in it. Yeah, they are. And um, I think that's it. You can look at, say, Newcastle just above them. You think mm. that they've lost three in a row and they're still, they're not quite safe, but, you know, they've got a reasonable gap considering When's that. When's back? And, that's the question. <laughs> exactly. That, that is the only question. And, and Leeds <laughs> just a, a, a point behind them. But that little mm. mini run has, has, has done the world of good for Leeds but I, th- I guess that's in Jesse Marsh's mind the fact that if one of those teams below you puts together that mini run I mean they've still got what minimum of eight games left I mean mm. s- some have played like Burnley and Everton have played less than others haven't they so all it takes I think there is the sense this season more than any other because there will be quite a low points total to stay up no one apart from Norwich is is, is totally stuffed really are they you know if if mm. you string together even two wins and a draw in three games, it could look so, so different. So mm. it's, it's an opportunity that Watford have to take. I don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. And after, you know, they put so much in against Liverpool at Anfield last, last week. And mm. I guess if that's a game you're expecting nothing from, you could take a lot of confidence from that because, you know, they had their chances. Yeah, and, and that's a fair point. I mean, goal difference could come into it as well. And could. Leeds... I've got a terrible. They've got the worst goal difference other than Norwich in the league, minus thirty-three. But then Watford's goal difference is is, is pretty poor as well. So it's these little margins that you've got to be aware of um, at this point. But but Hodgson's right. I mean, obviously he's right. They need to start winning games. But the three mm. points adrift of of Everton and as you say, Burnley and Everton do have that game in hand, which you know you wouldn't be that confident in them in them winning it. But still, you'd rather have uh, the game in hand, of course. Uh, Norwich are playing Burnley. 
on Sunday. So again, that's a good one, isn't it? It is a good one, <laughs> and 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 Burnley buoyed by that win against Everton. I mean, they scored three goals in a game. Yeah, but I mean, you think with this one, they're not going to drag anyone down. They're not going to climb over the top of them. You know, the ideal <laughs> match would have been like Burnley, yeah. Everton or Burnley Leeds. You know, it, it would have been something like mean. that rather than they're, they're, mm. they're, they're, they're wedged into the bottom of the uh, table, Norwich, unfortunately. So. Yeah, Burnley don't like being the favourite, is what you're saying, <laughs> whenever they play a football yeah. match. Yeah, I mean, Norwich, they're, yeah, they're an eight-game winless run. Did manage a draw against Brian, but... It's odd to think you would expect Burnley to win this one, but, th- but that's probably <laughs> what it is, although it might have nil-nil written all over it. Um, it'd be interesting. I, I want Burnley to get a penalty because I like seeing Tim Krul face penalties because he's a bit of a mad one, isn't he, when it comes to all that. <laughs> he explained recently how he psyched out Brighton striker Neil Morphe, who obviously missed the penalty in that match, and he said, I have seen him take a lot of penalties, and he is capable of putting it straight through the middle. Yeah, we're all, we're all capable of that, Tim. Um, I, <laughs> I think told... t- I, th- I honestly think Tim Krull's had two football matches in his in his in his, in his lifetime. Mm. One where he just kept Spurs out inexplicably that yes. time, uh, and the one where he just came on to take to save all the penalties from the Netherlands. Yeah, that was that was particularly <laughs> spectacular. But um, Krull went on to say, "I told him whatever he does, don't put it through the middle." And I think he kind of tried to do it, but he hit it over the bar. Luckily enough, mm. it's like that Freddie Flintoff thing, isn't it? When he's um, bowling at Lords against Tino Best, the mm. uh, West Indies quick, who's not much of a batsman. And he, Tino Best is facing the pavilion mm. and he just whispers to him, mind the windows, Tino. And, he's, <laughs> he's, and he says, he says, are you saying I can't fit it, hit it that far? And he takes a massive swing, and misses it, gets out. And <laughs> like Flintoff is absolutely like doubled over with laughter. In the, in, the, in the middle of this game. <laughs> it's brilliant. Oh, dear. Well, I, I think the penalty takers need to take uh, a leaf out of Ivan Tony's book when they face Cruel. Tony just had his back to him. Yeah. Kept his back to him. It was just a bit like, you, you, I don't know what you're ranting and raving about. But I'm <laughs> and then I'm going to stick it in the corner and then I'll put it in the same corner. Um, so up yours. Up yours, yeah. Cruel. Um, what, tonight, gentlemen, Newcastle United, the aforementioned, are playing Wolverhampton Wanderers. Andy, Ooh. you're off to see this. I am. Are you going out in the big market before or after the yeah. game or both? Both. And, yeah. and during, depending on the quality of the match. <laughs> <laughs> Pop out for a half-time uh, jaunt. Um, yeah, you're recording an at-the-match, of course. I am. More to be revealed soon. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, so he's got a special see. guest. He does. His, his, Are you his, going up there? His first favourite radio DJ. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Peter, what do you think? Newcastle versus Wolves? Friday um, night stuff? They could do with... Uh, Resting a bit of a, a, a bit of a slide, or else I'll be back in back in trouble. Um, there's a lot of talk about um, Alison Maximum leaving the club. I tell you what, fifty yeah. million bids being prepared. Apparently, Eddie, Eddie Howe said no. He's he's got a long term mm. future here. Mm. I mean, managers say a lot of stuff, don't they? I was about to say <laughs> ten minutes before selling their players. But what do you reckon, Marcus? I mean, probably not for you to decide. He's a very he? exciting footballer, but mm. Newcastle don't tend to always win when he's on the field, yeah. which is important. Um, but what would you rather? Mm, it's true. I mean, I'd rather survival. Yeah, they should survive. <laughs> yeah. Just get trippier back for crying, get trippier out, back loud. For crying out loud. That's, that's the key. That mm. is the key. Medicine is the key. Medicine is often the key. Right, Steady, every- cotton cotton. Yeah. <laughs> Steady, mate. <laughs> right, everybody, it's time for Betway's 4 to score. Mm. Entry is free, of course, each week. Pick the first goal scorer in Betway's four selected matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. In game one, Brentford versus West Ham, Sunday at 2pm. Peter, who have you picked? 
I've gone for Ivan. I keep slating Brentford when people ask me about it. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> Ivan Tony could be a penalty if they get one. Could be you a would, penalty. You'd fancy Tony to take mm-hmm. it and score. Game two, Leicester City versus Crystal Palace, Sunday at 2pm as well. Andy, who have you gone for? I have, bearing in mind that uh, Leicester might be a little bit tired from their Conference League exertions, I've gone for the Sonic the Hedgehog of Crystal Palace, Conor Gallagher. Conor Gallagher like that. Norwich City are in Game 3. Uh, they play Burnley on Sunday, 2pm. Kate Mason had this to say. Hey guys, uh, getting ready to crack under the pressure here. I'm on a hat trick, that's what I'm doing today. Um, I kind of feel as though Burnley have scored all of the goals available to them, but nonetheless, I'm going to go with the Burnley player because he was so pissed off to be substituted at the end of the Everton game. I'm going to go with Valt Veghorst. How about that? Kate's form in, in for the score has been fine. We've all let yeah, her very down. very good. So yeah. hopefully we won't do that uh, this time round. We Kate. will do that this time <laughs> round. <laughs> game four, I've got the small matter of Manchester City versus Liverpool. I've got Sadio Mane. Oh, nice. Like that. Yeah. Mm. Big fan of that. Little Sadio. So there they are. So uh, Brentford versus West Ham. Pete, you've gone for Ivan Tony. Game two, Leicester versus Palace. Andy, you've gone for Conor Gallagher. Game three, Norwich versus Burnley. Kate has gone for about vehicles. And Manchester City versus Liverpool in game four. I've gone for Sadio Mane. So there we are. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. You can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18, of course, and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to begambleaware.org. Right, Peter, what's it time for now? One of those games is quite difficult to explain, but you'll get it as soon as you start hearing it. <laughs> use the old school jingle. Like Have it. I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't listen. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, you've got to guess the footballer, guys. Oh, my goodness. It's oh Pete's game. Oh, my goodness. It's Pete's game. We all know how to play, don't we? Oh, big time. Good stuff. We do. Uh, well, the champion, the reigning champion is uh, Marcus, by the sounds of things. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Uh, but Andy is going to start at first this time around. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. Andy? So ready. Love so it. ready. All right. I want James McCarthy's clubs. He's played for oh. five. <laughs> James McCarthy. That's James a... McCarthy. He's played for five. Okay. What have you got, Andy? Um, I'd go four. Oh, four. That is strong. Strong start from Andy Brassel. Uh-huh. Uh, Marcus, you're very good at this game usually, but you are very much against the master right now. I'm enjoying it. I'm prepping with excitement. Yeah. Uh, what are you going to go for? Uh, I'm going to let Andy do his four. Oh, Andy, you've got to do your four, mate. Let's have it. Right. Okay. Celtic. Correct. Wigan. That is correct. 2009 to 2013. Palace. Crystal Palace, correct. 49 appearances. Everton. Everton, 108 appearances, uh, six goals. Bang, bang, bang. 1-0 uh, to the big who, boy, Brassel. Who was the fifth? Uh, the fifth was Hamilton Academico. Yeah, didn't know that yeah, one. Yeah, didn't know that one. Are we sure could three? you have got four? No, yeah, no, I mean, three. I, right. I could have stretched. If Andy said three, I'd have gone oh, four. Right. But okay. it, he, he, he did me. Well, Marcus, it's all to play for. Uh, Nicholas Otamendi. Ooh. He's played for six football clubs. I, I need them all. Yeah, you do. Give me them all, baby. Nicholas Otamendi. Uh, tricky. Very it is tricky. tricky. He's been all over the place. He has. Mm. He right. has. 
Ah, oh, this is annoying, isn't it? <laughs> this is very annoying. It's annoying, isn't it? Ah, uh, do, do you know what? You can often tell in the game. Uh, when Are you, you prevaricating? I am. You can often tell in the game where you think the first one doesn't go your way, and the second, and you just go, do you know what? This is just slipping away. <laughs> this is slipping away to a whitewash yeah. already. Chelsea in the Champions League. Uh, oh, damn it all, Brassel. I'll go for three. Three. Andy Brassel, what have you got, mate? Can you beat that? What's the total? Uh, total of six teams. Nicholas Otamendi. I, c- I can't do more than five. Okay. Well, let's have five then, Andy. All right. Atletico Mineiro. Correct. On loan, five appearances. Well, that's just... that's. He's, he's got, showboating. He, Absolutely showboating. <laughs> Porto. Porto. Correct. 77 appearances. Valencia. Correct. Manchester City. Manchester City. And he's currently kicking people up in the air for Benfica. He certainly is, Andy. Well he done, is, mate. Started is. in Velasarsfield. Uh, yeah. Port of Valencia. Minero, Manchester City and then Benfica. I'm getting done. I'm You're getting, getting done. 2-0 to Andy Brassel. He wants his championship back. <laughs> he wants his ta- <laughs> Give him his championship back. Well, look, Marcus, this is probably a little bit more up your street because you are... A pervert. Uh, well, not as much as Andy. <laughs> Andy's, uh, is, it, is it Andy to serve? Andy to serve, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Andy, um, Kevin Campbell. He's Kevin for eight Campbell. Teams. Eight. Oh, eight. Eight teams. Eight teams. Huh. Eight okay. teams. Right. Um, oh, this is tough. It so... Is tough. There's a lovely little club in there. I just hope and everyone's going to get because it would make the excitement exciting. Right. Now, this is one of those absolute um, Luke's, Pete's, Marcus's games classics where I've got one that I don't think Marcus will get, but I've missed out some obvious ones. I suspect some obvious ones that he will get. I'm going right, to go okay. four. I'm going to go four. Four teams for Kevin Campbell. Now, Marcus Speller. Do you think, bearing in mind this is more in your wheelhouse than the others, do you think you can get this one? Andy's older than me, so he didn't even watch. Shut up. Oh, mate, that is low. (laughs) He started his career in 1988, Marcus. Don't worry about it. You were awake. (laughs) You were awake, my son. Kevin bloody Campbell. Kevin Campbell, come on, hurry up. All right, sod it. I'll go five. Let's go for yes. five. Come on, Spelldog. Spelldog millionaire. Let's have it. Uh, what have I done? What here? have I done? I don't even have four. Um, Everton. Everton, yeah. Lawn and a full set. 137 apps. Arsenal. Played for Arsenal. Started his career there. 46 goals. This is where I don't know why. Um, Leicester City. He played for Leicester City on lawn. 11 appearances. Ooh. Okay, now I'm sort of... There's some obvious ones, and mm-hmm. I'm sort of struggling a little bit. Ah, this is another one I've... You, you should only really guess one. Mm. Nottingham Forest. I'm moving my cursor away from incorrect. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> this is really annoying. Because... Because I'm quite sure he played in either Turkey or Portugal. Mm-hmm. May have played in both. I'm not saying anything. Uh, if you could, that would help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I, I, I think Graham Soonis. He managed. 
Oh no, who is it? Oh, this is annoyed. Oh, Benfica. Andy Brassel wins. Saw that one coming. No, oh, Marcus. It was Trabzonspor. Oh, Andy, did you have Trabzonspor? Did, did you have, have the weird Trabz- one? I did you have Trabs on Sport. I didn't right. have Leicester. I didn't have Leicester. Okay. Who else did he play for? I can't uh, believe you played... missed the Arsenal. No, I got Arsenal. Got Arsenal. Oh, did you get did you have great... Arsenal? Right, okay. He yeah. did, yeah. Started at Arsenal, right. then uh, went to Leighton Orient on lawn, then Leicester mm. City on lawn, then Forest, then Traps on Sport for 17 appearances and five goals. Everton on lawn, full uh, set there, 137 uh, appearances for them. Uh, West Brom and then Cardiff City. Right. Oh. Man and ball, pride and there we win. Are. There we are. All right. Pride and Prejudice. Uh, <laughs> Scott Sinclair, 14. Marcus. Scott Sinclair, 14. 14, Marcus. Quick game's a good game. Got to get oh. these done. Got to get these done. Bloody hell. Uh, ah. 14. 14, yep. Oh, three. Three. Andy. Five. Five. Let's have five Let from you then, five. Andy. Come on, mate. Uh, Swansea. Correct, yep. Manchester City. Yep. Aston Villa. Uh, yep. Celtic. Yep. Bristol Rovers. Oh, baby, I love your way. Two appearances every day. Wanker. <laughs> Two appearances for Bristol right. Rovers. Yeah, he, he played there. for a million teams. Bristol Rovers, Chelsea, Plymouth Argyle, Queen's Park Rangers, Charlton, Crystal Palace, uh, Birmingham City, Wigan, Swansea, Man City, West Brom, right. back again. Uh, and uh, who else did we have there? Aston Villa, uh, Celtic and Preston North End. Right, final one. Mm. Marcus, let's get go. some pride let's get it. in your soul. You see Yaskalainen. Oh. Six teams, baby. <laughs> oh, dear me. I think it's Andy to go first. Andy. Well. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Andy, what, what have you got for me, baby? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> one, one team you got uh, 474 appearances yeah, for. Well, yeah. Wow. Two. Two. Yeah. Oh, Marcus, you can have a go at you, mate. I can't. Come on. Nah, let him do his two. It's can. the usual. Let him do his two. No, I want to see a bit of pride, Marcus. I tried with Kevin Campbell. All right. Okay. Uh, I haven't got three. Come on, top brass. Go on, Andy, Let's have get it. it. Get it done. Okay, well, Bolton. Yeah. Yep. Hibs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus, you see that, everybody? Points. You see that? That's how you do it, everyone. That's how you get a consolation. <laughs> That's beautiful. This is what I'm usually scrabbling for. This is poor from you, Spelzy. Uh, yes, you see Escaline. He played for uh, six teams. MP, VPS, uh, Bolton Wanderers, West Ham uh, United, Wigan oh, Athletic, and ATK. Hmm. So, West Ham, so three was the best you could do there. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't matter, matter of course. Um, mm-hmm. and, and a new rule we forgot, you forgot to mention, actually, right, is okay. last goal the winner. So, <laughs> uh, Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> getting out of here. So Andy's the champion. Yeah. Um, it wasn't my day today, but it is going to be my weekend, everybody, because I've turned the lock. The, the gate has been flung open. <laughs> wow. It's Friday, everybody. Get out there and wreak some beautiful havoc. He's out for spellsy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show sponsored by Betway. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Ta-ta! Thank you, Andy Brassel. Thank you. And thank you, everybody. See you soon. Ramble, it's rambling, rambling, rambling on Friday, rambling. Get all your keys out, unlock the door, let's start the football. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right, Spelzy? Keep the faith. <laughs> The Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.